Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez reporting from outside the dance studio in Monterey Park, the location of this past weekend's mass shooting. Here's what we know this morning. Ten people, five men and five women are dead and seven people remain in the hospital after a 72-year-old man opened fire inside this Monterey Park dance studio late Saturday night. The suspected shooter is dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, shooting himself yesterday afternoon as law enforcement approached his parked vehicle in the city of Torrance. Few details have been released about the victims. At a news conference, Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna said despite fast-moving developments, the investigation is really just beginning, including ascertaining a motive. We still are not clear on the motive. Uh, the investigation continues, and that is something we are all extremely, uh, we want to know. We want to know how something like this, something this awful can happen. Also speaking at the news conference, Congresswoman Judy Chu, who represents Monterey Park, tried to reassure her constituents. What I want to do here is to say to the community, feel safe. You are no longer in danger because this shooter is gone. Sheriff Luna says gun violence needs to stop. I think all of us need to take some ownership there. I think we really need to go back and look at what we do. Uh, California has some of the strictest gun laws in the country, but yet look what we just had today. So let's look at across our nation, see what works and what doesn't. But I could tell you this, the status quo is not working. So we need to re-examine uh, what we're doing and what may work better. And I hope that this tragedy doesn't just go on a long list of many others that we don't even talk about until the next one comes up. The massacre was the nation's fifth mass killing this month. It was also the deadliest attack since May 24th, when 21 people were killed in an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. Monterey Park, the scene of the shooting where I am now, is just east of downtown Los Angeles. It's long been a center of Asian American life in Los Angeles County and home to many immigrants from China and Taiwan who've turned it into a thriving commercial center. One Monterey Park resident who goes by the name Machu says the Star Ballroom dance studio where the shooting occurred was a gathering place for older Asian Americans. My grandparents were involved in it. It was a Chinese and Japanese community that danced here. There's a lot of ballroom dancing, so it wasn't like, like I, I think people are imagining like, par, like a nightclub, but it's not a nightclub. It's it's like a ballroom dance class. More like a community center. Yeah, more like. like a community center. And they were just throwing like a small party for the Lunar New Year, and you know, it, I, I, it's 
I don't even know how something like this could happen. It's a place of that's majority elderly, like elderly ballroom dancers. The shooting happened as Monterey Park was celebrating the Lunar New Year, one of the largest such celebrations in the country. But after the shooting, vendors who had set up kiosks on the streets were told celebrations were canceled and they would have to leave. I caught up with tea vendor Thomas Liu as he was packing up. Uh, we're packing up because they canceled the event. Yeah, we're just packing up to leave early. So what were you planning to do today? Well, we were planning to be out here to, um, you know, sell our products and, you know, just be out here to celebrate Lunar New Year Festival with, you know, all the people around here. Um, but it's, it's just shocking how it, like, it hits so close to home to have a mass shooting, like, in our neighborhood. Um, never heard of, you know, any type of shooting in the San Diego Valley before, so, like that. And this was going to be a day of celebration and I assume a lot of sales for you? And Definitely. I, it's, it's definitely a, a day of celebration. Um, you know, it's a day that a lot, a lot of Asians and Asian Americans hold so dearly to them. And for something like that to, you know, like come in our, in our backyard, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a shock, you know, like it's, it's like something cultural to us. Yeah. yeah. The Monterey Park shooting reminds us about just how seemingly random incidents of mass violence can be. That leaves many feeling scared and vulnerable. KPCC's Robert Garova spoke with mental health experts about how to cope. Licensed marriage and family therapist Jeannie Chang says the news of the deadly shooting is hitting Asian Americans like her during what should be a time of celebration. She says communication among loved ones is very important right now. Oh my God, how do we even celebrate Lunar New Year? You know, and I think a lot of folks today who had brunch celebrations, I'm talking to friends and checking up on each other, hey, saying, hey, it's okay if you still need to go to brunch. And I'm saying that as a therapist because Part of what helps in navigating something very difficult is being with others. Experts also recommend taking breaks from news coverage and getting in some physical exercise to work off excess anxiety. For the California Report, I'm Robert Garova in Los Angeles. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Meanwhile, San Francisco kicked off its Lunar New Year celebrations on Sunday, but the mass shooting weighed heavily on those who were there. KQED's Juan Carlos Lara has the story. Mayor London Breed began the event by holding a moment of silence for the lives lost in Saturday night's attack in Monterey Park at the site of a Lunar New Year event. 
City Administrator Carmen Chu, who grew up in Southern California, said she has family members who still frequent Monterey Park and was saddened to hear of the attack. As we celebrate the holidays, it's a time of joy, but also a time to remember the people that you have in your life who you love, who you care about, and the community that you hold dear. Despite the solemn news, Portsmouth Square, in the city's historic Chinatown, was also filled with families and children eagerly awaiting the promised lacy red envelopes, typically filled with money, but for this occasion mostly filled with chocolate gold coins. Jessica Kemble attended the event with her five-year-old son. She said she was concerned by the news, but thought it was important for her son to celebrate the holiday. It's something that unites like my kids with my parents, so their grandkids, and it's a, a tangible way just to remind them about Chinese culture and the things that we do. The city's famous New Year parade is scheduled for February 4th. For The California Report, I'm Juan Carlos Lara. That's the California Report for Monday, January 23rd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez reporting from Monterey Park. Thanks for listening and have a good day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. Stanford Healthcare, alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area. Now is the time to donate blood and make a difference. StanfordBloodCenter.org and Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at SchmidtFutures.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.